Hello everyone and welcome back to the Symbol Podcast and today I have my sister Brittany. Hi. (laughs) And today we're just going to be talking about um, contentment which is something that we've both learned a lot about over just the course of our lives and so today we're just going to talk about that and the way that we're going to do that is through a series of four questions. And so we're just going to go right ahead and jump into it and the first question is what makes it hard or and or stops us from being content? Oh, you want me to answer? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, you can you answer first. Um, okay. So what I had written down, uh, I had like three things. Um, the first one was um, when we are ungrateful for where we are right now, um, that is a huge one that can stop us from being content. Just like when we aren't thankful or appreciative of the season that we're in right now. Um, the second thing that I had was when we don't see how God is moving in this season. Um, that's a huge thing too, because if we're not looking for it, sometimes we can miss what God is doing in the seasons, especially if they're like little seasons to us that they feel like they're little seasons, but they're really not. Like he's moving in every season and we just have to be open to it and willing to see what he's doing in that season. Um, and then the third thing that I had was when we compare our lives to someone else's. Um, that's a big thing that I know that I've struggled with and I know that Mariah's struggled with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just comparison, um, thinking that someone has it better than we do or someone looks better than we do or anything like that. Um, but really it's not true. Like we're all running our own race and doing our own things and we're all made uniquely and perfectly by God. Um, so it's just about not comparing and finding contentment in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And like the season that God has us in. Yeah, that's good. And one of the things that I had too was also comparison and like comparing to others like you're saying, but then also comparing to like where we wish that we would be by this point, like mm-hmm. in our life. And that's something that I've also struggled with before is like comparing to where I thought that I would be or where I think that I should be. Or something like that. Another thing that I think that also stops us from being content is like being like almost like unsatisfied with ourselves too. too. Mm -hmm. Whether it's like our body or our thoughts or like habits that we don't like that we do but we just naturally kind of fall into. We can't figure out how to stop or something like that especially because we're not content. And then sometimes it can just go in like this cycle of not being content. Mm-hmm. But okay, so now to like bring it up a little bit, the next question is what do you do when you find yourself not content? Okay. Yeah, I had a few things on this one too. The first thing that I had was simply just to turn to God. Um because he knows he knows what we're going through and what we need. Um and so we should always just bring what we're going through to him. And if that's discontentment or comparison or anything like that we should just be honest and open with God and let him know how we're feeling and just turn to him and not other things that won't help solve the problem mm-hmm. um the second thing that I had was um, when we turn to God to thank him for everything he has done and is doing in our lives right now even if we're not where we want to be mm-hmm. just thanking him that we are here and we are yeah just like just like that we still are where we are yeah we still get to be like, where we there's are. something good about every single season that mm-hmm. we're in 
So just thanking him for that, even though you don't feel like thanking him, I feel like that's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I had was stop comparing our season to someone else's. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what we talked before. It's just knowing that where we are and who we are is good, and we don't have to compare to others or anything like that. Um, and then the last thing I had for that question was to ask God to help you see what he is doing in your life at this time and in this season. Mm-hmm. Just like asking for his perspective and what he's trying to show through this season. Yeah, that's good. And something else that's true also about what you said about how there's good in every season. And that's so true because like, but also in every season, like there's things that you can are able to do or like that are a part of this season that won't be in the next season that you're waiting for. You literally won't be able to do some of them. I mean, it looks different depending on what season you're in and what season you're going to. But there's like always something. And a lot of times when we're in the season, we don't, a lot of times we'll miss the good things of that season because we're so focused on the next one. Mm-hmm. But then whenever we take a moment to really realize the good things in this season, then it makes the season a lot more enjoyable just knowing that these good things only last for this amount of time. And you never know when the season can change. Yeah, that's kind of one thing that I've been noticing, like seeing you like being married now mm-hmm. and me still being signal and all of that stuff. Um, seeing that like you can do things that I can't, but I can also do things that you can. Mm-hmm. Um, just like I don't have to... Ask anyone if I can hang out with this person Mm -hmm. or I can just go somewhere randomly when I want to. And obviously you can do that too, but it's Mm -hmm. different. It's different. You can go to Thailand for a month. Yeah. I I can't just go do that. (laughs) Yeah, I can't just go to that. I mean, it would take a lot more effort and figuring this stuff out in order for me to be able to do that. Yeah, the things that I had for that question was just, yeah, like you said, make a list of things that I'm grateful for. And then also something that really helps me is remembering how far that I've come Mm -hmm. and realizing the fact that even though maybe sometimes I feel like I've been in this season for a long time, but remembering that I pray to be where I am now Mm -hmm. and that even though it still feels like I still want to go somewhere else, I still have already come so far. And just also something that also helps is literally just deciding to do something today that I know that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. even if it's something that's only for like five minutes or like two hours or whatever it is but just choosing to do something today that I know that I will be able to enjoy and that really makes a big difference okay so now the next one is so what verses about contentment stick out to you and or have like helped you um, okay so I had first Timothy 6 6 through 8 and it says but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world but if we have food and clothing with these things we will be content Mm -hmm. so what it's saying here is that when we find contentment we find a great gain that in him in christ the one who made the world who brought everything into the world we can find contentment Mm -hmm. he gives us everything that we need for every single season of life so it's just saying that we he knows he knows what we need mm-hmm. and so if we have everything that we have in this season is what we need mm-hmm. so in that we can find contentment because we know that even though we don't necessarily have everything that we want we have everything that we need mm-hmm. and we don't have to worry about it mm-hmm. um i had another verse and it was galatians 6 verse 9 and it says let 
us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. And what this verse was kind of showing me was, it was letting me know that if we don't grow weary, or like in parentheses, find contentment in where we are in the due season, we will reap. If we are willing to not give up and fight to have contentment, we will eventually see what we are waiting for come to pass. Mm-hmm. So it's like, kind of like a, like a bridge kind of to also learning how to wait well. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you learn how to wait well, you're also finding contentment in where you are right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like waiting well also comes into play in being content. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what this verse was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And it really does make a difference whenever you can be content in waiting well. Even though some days you might have your days. But because I've been in seasons of waiting where I wasn't content at all. And I wasn't waiting well. And it was literally like... It was pretty much miserable just all the time. Like, I just felt like it was miserable. Mm-hmm. But then whenever, like, God helped me get to a place where that I could be content in Him, just, like, knowing that He had a plan, that He had a purpose, that it was coming at the right time, and nothing that anyone had or nowhere that anyone was could take away from what God was doing in me, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't the same time as someone else. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, something that I always remember from a season when... God was teaching how to be content was nothing. I don't remember exactly how it was worded, but it's like nothing that anyone has in their life or is doing can take away from like my value mm-hmm. and the value that God has and the plans that God has for my life. And that really helped me like a whole bunch. And so that verse is really true because even if you are in a season of waiting for a really long time, but you're content, it literally changes everything. Because even though you're still waiting for something, it's like you can still live while you're waiting. It's not like you're waiting to live until you get the thing. You can live right now while you wait and as you wait. And it's so much better. And then honestly, it makes it so much sweeter when you get to the thing that you're waiting for too. Because if you don't fix it, then it's literally just going to happen again after a few months of the thing you're waiting for coming because it'll just happen again. But I feel like another, like a little side note thing kind of about waiting is like not necessarily seeing like a waiting season as like a waiting season, mm-hmm. but like seeing it as like a preparing season. Yeah. Because you're not just waiting. Mm-hmm. Like you're, yes, you are waiting, but like you're also preparing yourself for the season that you're wanting to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's really important. And that kind of helps you get through it a little bit too, because like. You can be focusing on whatever area you're needing to grow in in order for this next thing to come or mm-hmm. just like that. Yeah, just that like a waiting season is not a wasted season. Right. Yeah, it's like there's so much going on that needs to happen or that God is like making happen to prepare us for the next season. And the sooner that we realize that and just connect with God about that, the more We'll enjoy where we are. And a lot of times then the quicker we get to what we're waiting for because we don't feel like we're just watching the clock tick Mm -hmm. to get there. It's like we're enjoying where we are now. And then it usually um, just makes it so much better. But yeah. Okay. So last question is what helps you the most to stay content? Yeah. um, I guess just knowing and trusting that God has a perfect plan. 
And knowing that this season won't last forever and choosing to mm. have a heart of gratitude instead of hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes in a situation where you're trying to find contentment, it just feels like you're not getting there and it just feels hopeless. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's really important to have a heart of gratitude um, and thank God for the things that he's doing now, even though you don't feel like thanking him or praising mm-hmm. him. Yeah, that's true. There's like a, that like saying, you know, it's like a sacrifice of praise. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so good because like a lot of times I never really understood what that meant until I was in a season where I was struggling with being content. But then I decided to praise God anyway and to praise him like I was in the season that I was waiting to be in anyway, mm-hmm. even though my external circumstances showed nothing of that. Mm-hmm. But then like. And then it, it at first it was really hard and then like really felt like I was sacrificing something because I was making myself do it. Mm-hmm. But then as I did it, it like totally changed mm-hmm. literally everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the things that I wrote that helped me most to stay content is honestly, the first one's super practical and it's just like limiting my social media intake. Mm. Just like watching how much I allow myself to scroll because that... I realize has more of an effect on me than I think that it does. And then also, like you said, like spending time with God and realizing like what he says and like who he is and that, like we were talking about earlier, no one and nothing, no one, nothing that God does in anyone else's life can take away from what he is doing and will do in mine. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is just like knowing that ultimately all of the things in life, of all of them, and even the things that God wants to give us, ultimately, even all of those things that he gives us and the blessings and stuff, ultimately, even all of those don't satisfy. Like, only God truly satisfies. And God is with us in every season, in every moment. So, like, the thing that is always going to make us content, no matter what, is always right here. Mm -hmm. No matter what. All of the time. And no matter what we have... Or what season we're waiting for that we're not in yet. Or even if we're in every single good season, we'll still have a moment where we're like, I feel discontent if God's not there. Because Mm -hmm. only God can truly satisfy. Because, like, contentment is a heart posture that's only found when our heart is found in Jesus. Mm -hmm. Or, like, with Jesus. Yeah. One thing that, or a story that I just keep thinking of while we're talking, so I'm just going to say it really quick. It's not my story, but it's a story that I read about when I was a teenager. It's about this guy, and his name is George Mueller. Have you heard of him? Yeah. Yeah, I think you've probably heard the story. But he, like, had an orphanage with, like, tons of kids in it, but they never knew where their breakfast was going to come from because they just didn't have that much money, and, like, they just kind of took it one day at a time. But anyway, so he was, like, on a walk in the morning with, I don't know if it was his daughter or his niece or something, but they were walking up to the orphanage where all of the kids were. And he was like, he looked at her and he said, watch this because they both knew that they didn't currently know of anything that would be there for them to be able to eat for breakfast. But they walk into the room with all of the kids and they're all sitting down, like getting ready to eat their food. And then while, while they're doing that, then someone knocks on the door and it's like, think a baker or something like that the milkman milkman knocks on the door and because his truck broke down 
right? Right, like, in the front. And it was, like, a warm day, and they didn't want the milk to spoil. Yeah, so then they, like, ended up giving them all of the milk so it wouldn't go bad. So, like, someone better make good use of it. So then they got a whole entire bunch of milk. And then after that happened, then someone else knocked on the door. And then I think that one was the baker. And he said that, like, God woke me up last night and said that you guys would need bread this morning. So I got up and I made a bunch of bread and now I'm here and it's all for you, for you guys to eat. And then George Mueller just looked at the girl and he was like, see, like God always provides, like God always makes a way, especially when we trust him to Mm -hmm. like, and then we'll see it even more. And I just thought that was so cool because like his contentment and like reliance upon God was literally so high like so strong mm-hmm. and I'm like wow I want to be like that like you know like so content in God that even if I didn't have food for breakfast mm-hmm. I could trust knowing that he would, yeah even just breakfast like that's such a small thing mm-hmm. they they would have been okay if they didn't eat breakfast you know what I mean mm-hmm. but God was like I want to get some breakfast but yeah so we're kind of wrapping it up now and um but it was really good, and yeah. so glad that you got to come yeah. on the <laughs> on the podcast, and it was fun, and just like a good conversation about being content and ways to stay content, and just ways that that has affected our lives. And so we're so glad that you joined us today, and we will catch you next time. Bye.